welcome back to episode 39, the second episode of my summer series for literally lack of a better term. I hope you guys had a great week off without listening to my beautiful voice, but I am back with another breakdown of Universal Orlando. For today's little mini episode, I thought that I would share my recommendations for restaurants at the theme park when you're going for your vacation. Now these recommendations vary by park, by area, by vibe, all the things, but I'm here to break it down and hopefully you will take this recommendation, you will utilize it, and you will hopefully enjoy it. First and foremost, typically in the parks, the food is typical theme park food. I don't find anything super extravagant or outstanding to say the least. So I'm going to start with my city walk recommendations because this is actually where I highly recommend you check out the food because it just gives you a little something, something extra. All right. So at city walk, you have Tootsome Chocolate Emporium, Big Fire, Cowfish, Antojitos, you have Cold Stone Creamery, which isn't really dinner. Uh, ben the Bow, which is like a kind of quick service bow uh, restaurant. Bob Marley, a tribute to freedom. Bread Box, Bubba Gump, Burger King, Cinnabon, also I don't think it counts as dinner. Hard Rock Cafe, Hot Dog Hall of Fame, Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville, Moe's Southwest Grill, NBC Sports Grill and Brew, Panda Express, Pat O'Brien, Red Oven Pizza Bakery, and Vivo Italian Kitchen. Now, have I eaten at all of these places? Absolutely not. I have preferences. I just am a creature of habit. So trying new things is really difficult for me. Or I like hesitate. If I know something is good, I like to just kind of, you know, revisit those places. So I have tried various things at the places I have been to. I also just tried Antojitos on my last trip. So I feel like, you know, I, I like to dabble, but I don't necessarily go full on new things every single time I go on my trips. But I do have recommendations just based off of what I've experienced, the different things I've tried at each restaurant, and kind of just where I think you should put all your eggs. I also don't know why I just said put all your eggs, but these are places that I think you should try. And then situations in which I think you definitely should check these places out. I'm going to actually start with Vivo Italian Kitchen. Vivo Italian Kitchen has become a trip tradition that my husband and I really enjoy going to when we go on trips together. So I recommend Vivo for a date night or one of the fancier choices when going to dinner at City Walk. At Vivo, I typically gravitate toward the squid ink pasta. It is something that they make in-house. You used to be able to watch them make it. I don't know if the restrictions have lifted since then, but it's very fresh, very good, and always a good time when I go. The wines are also pretty decent, so just something to think about. Next on my list of recommendations, this one is kind of just a tried and true, you can have this for lunch, you can have this for dinner, 
It's If you want sushi, you can have that. If you just want a burger, you can have that. But Cowfish Sushi Burger Bar is by far one of the better choices that I've had at CityWalk as well because I get the bento box, so I get a cute little burger slider, and I get a sushi roll, and I just get a little bit of everything that they have. It's a very good value in my opinion, and it is absolutely delicious. Never had a problem with service, and it's always just a great vibe. I also like to go there with friends, so if you're doing like a group meal, I highly recommend checking it out. And third, these are my top three, by the way, in no particular order, but these are just the overarching top three. I actually recommend Big Fire. It is a newer one that I have decided to add to my traditional let's go eat there when we're there on trips. Um, Big Fire, I know some people might, it might not be your cup of tea. It is kind of on the more expensive side, but I enjoy it. Um, the service is always phenomenal. The drinks are really good. And frankly, I've had absolutely no problems with the food. The food has always been quality to me. And we've been there with friends. So it's something that you can enjoy with friends as well. It is just more on the elevated pricier side. Typically, this is one of those places. So when I go to the theme parks, there is usually one meal where we will get an appetizer as well as entrees and maybe even a dessert, or we will get dessert at like Toothsome for a shake or whatever the case may be. But Big Fire is the place where I find I enjoy grabbing an appetizer. It's kind of a different vibe. The fondue is actually something that surprisingly my husband and I enjoyed the most. Um, I know with cowfish you can get like calamari or a crab rangoon dip, also very delicious. It kind of just depends. We usually only pick like one restaurant out of the trip. But if you do go to cowfish, the crab rangoon dip and the calamari, 10 out of 10. Vivo, we typically don't get appetizers because that's typical um, Italian eats. And I really just like to invest my money in the pasta and some wine. But now let's move toward honorable mentions. These are places that I've tried and I think that you should check out at least once in your ventures to Universal Orlando, but they're not necessarily ones we go to every time. So my first one, I'm just going to go through the list of restaurants that I am looking at. Antojitos. Good food, great guacamole, a little bit too pricey for me. So the tableside guacamole was absolutely delicious. Um, there is someone that goes to your table and literally makes it in front of you. It was $14.95 just for the guacamole. Now, given you're at a theme park, it's going to be more expensive. You're getting a whole experience. And I get that. I just, I just feel that I would rather spend my money at another place instead of $15 for guacamole. That just seems kind of minimal to what you can get in terms of like calamari at cowfish or what have you. Okay, so moving on to more honorable mentions, um, I would say Margaritaville is also a really good place if you are eating in like a group or you are just trying to share a meal. The nachos are really, really good and they feed a lot of people. The drinks are also delicious, so maybe if you're just trying to do a quick lunch or you're just going for like an afternoon snack and it's kind of in between meal times, highly recommend checking out Margaritaville for their nachos. I will mention Hard Rock Cafe. It's not 
one of my favorites, but it is somewhere I have eaten before at City Walk. And it is decent. It's really just burgers. So if you are leaving the theme parks, you're craving a burger and you want more of an elevated experience versus just like a standard Universal Studios or Islands of Adventure theme park burger, go to Hard Rock Cafe, grab a burger. It won't be disappointing, but I wouldn't go out of my way to go there because at the end of the day, I'm just going to grab a burger and I can do that for slightly cheaper in the parks. Those are more or less my recommendations in CityWalk, but let's move into Universal Studios. I've said this before and I will absolutely say it again. My number one favorite spot at Universal Studios to eat is the Today Cafe. I eat there nine times out of ten for breakfast, but they do have sandwiches for lunch, which I've tried, and I am never, ever, ever disappointed. And you even can grab yourself a, a nice little treat that's also always delicious. Typically, during the different seasons, they will have like a themed dessert, or even sometimes they have more than one. Um, I highly recommend checking it out pretty much just for those treats but the new savannah guthrie sandwich which is like an everything bagel seasoned croissant with like an egg cheese i want to say sausage avocado and tomato situation that sandwich is so good i would just order that for all meals of the day if i could just because i like it so much and I might be over exaggerating a little bit but it's pretty darn good and I have no complaints ever. Next up on my recommendations list is actually something I tried for the first time not the last trip but the last trip I took with my husband Bumblebee Man's taco truck. The carne asada tacos wow I highly recommend checking this little truck out. The lines can be long, which is kind of why I waited so long to try this, but in my opinion, it is worth it. And when in doubt, and you're, you're going for the, the typical theme park burger or theme park chicken sandwich, I usually head to the Simpsons area, head to Krusty Burger, or um, get a chicken sandwich from the Cletus Chicken Shack, and I... You know, it gets the job done, it fills me up, and I call it a day. Something you may notice that I won't recommend and don't recommend and really just want to say it because I don't recommend it is Leaky Cauldron. I am not a huge fan of the Harry Potter restaurants. I know a lot of people are. I more go there for the butterbeer and the ice cream. I don't really eat in those restaurants. Nothing, not, not to knock it, it's just nothing special in my opinion. With that being said though, I highly recommend Florian Fortescue's ice cream. It is really just something special. I've never eaten at Lombard's, so I can't give you an informed opinion on that, but Richter's Burger Co. is actually something I interchange between the Simpsons area burgers and just depending on where I'm in the park when I'm hungry. Uh, Richter's also has a nice little combo. I think Simpsons area also has this, so it's pretty nice. You get burger, fries, and a nice little milkshake. And by milkshake, I literally mean I think it's just really soft ice cream in a cup. But needless to say, if you're looking for a theme park burger, those are the places I would suggest. But really, I Today Show Cafe, Today Cafe, 10 out of 10 recommend in my book. Moving on to Islands of Adventure. Islands of Adventure, for some reason, I feel like I don't eat here as often as I think. 
but I still have recommendations based off of places I have eaten at. So my number one suggestion is actually Fire Eaters Grill. It, it, it has euros and I highly recommend. They also have, I think, chicken tenders, but they have cookie dough that is edible and it comes with your meal and I just think it's really good quality and it's just a really small place. So I don't think a lot of people even know that it's there. Highly recommend checking it out. It is by, by Poseidon's Fury and that area of the park. My second recommendation will be Confisco's Grill. Confisco's has a decent menu. The only issues I've ever had there are the service. Is the service? Is the service. That sounds like a better grammar in my opinion. Um, but the food has always been fine. It's just the service can be hit or miss. So it depends. I wouldn't go there during like peak lunch or dinner time. And finally, if you are looking to do a sit-down restaurant that has a pretty good atmosphere, good vibes, all the things, I would check out Mythos. Highly recommend taking uh, the time to make a reservation to sit down at this restaurant because they don't always have open availability. Um, it is good. If I just got off of a few rides, that kind of makes me a little queasy. It's just nice to get that really nice air conditioning sit down feel and they also have ginger ale which is also a plus in my book restaurants i don't recommend cafe four definitely do not recommend cafe four honestly i don't really eat anywhere um in marvel superhero island i know there are places that are decent but stay away from cafe four just my suggestion you don't have to listen to me but I have some I have some bad experience there, so I just don't eat there anymore. Uh, burger Digs is where you would get your typical theme park burger at Islands of Adventure. Sometimes it's a little salty, but most of the times I've been there, typical theme park burger. There's one that has like some fancy sauce, and by fancy I just mean it's it's a sauce, um, and you get that combo deal with the milkshake as well, like you do at Universal Studios. So. That would be my burger choice at Islands. Thunderfalls, I do not give the light of day. I have eaten there before, but I haven't paid for the meal. I went during the Orlando Informer meetup, and I don't think that that is a fair way to judge the food just because it isn't how it is on the menu. You get to try different things. We'll say the chicken wasn't bad. I just don't know if that's how they typically prepare it during like normal theme park hours. So I don't feel like that is a fair rating for me to give. And to wrap up my eating recommendations, I am going to move toward the hotels resort area. I will say I haven't eaten at all of them, but I definitely have one, one and a half top recommendations. Actually, we can round it up to two because there's technically two half recommendations here. But my first, my number one top recommendation at the hotels is at Hard Rock Hotel, The Kitchen. Absolutely try to check that out for brunch. I've never had a bad experience. It's always delicious. The service is always great. And I think it's about $25 for the buffet per person. I, I can't give any complaints on it at all. There is a pancake station and there is an omelet station buffet for grabbing anything else you want. 10 out of 10. My two half recommendations are the Bar 17 Bistro Rooftop Bar 
at Aventura Hotel. The bow were, wow, they were really good to me. Highly recommend the Mongolian beef one. So I would check that out. I did not try anything else on their menu though, so I can't say if everything is delicious. Then moving over to Sapphire Falls, the new Dutch Trading Co. has decent breakfast sandwiches if you're trying to just grab and go before you head to the parks. And Strongwater Tavern is actually a really nice sit-down place and they have a pretty nice uh, variety of food items on their menu. So highly recommend staying at Sapphire Falls, number one. And number two, checking out those restaurants. But I'm also curious what you all think. Where have you tried? What meals did you enjoy? What restaurants did you enjoy? What didn't you enjoy? Like if you tried something that I recommend and you're like, mm, I had a terrible experience there. Don't go there. I would like to know. So please feel free to at me on social media. Probably Twitter is like the easiest place to say, hey, your recommendation sucked. Don't, don't go there. Um, but please, I would like to know. Also, Toothsome was something that I left off during the city walk conversation. I really only recommend Toothsome for the desserts. I've had very spotty service and very spotty food experience as well. Um, service and food was just a very hit or miss situation. So I don't necessarily recommend it for anyone. Like that's not a good telling restaurant for the experience you get at city walk. But I hope this little breakdown of restaurant recommendations is helpful. I do have a blog post if you would like to see some visuals. I haven't added Big Fire yet to that blog post though. So you won't see those photos yet for the meals that we've had. But I will get to updating it, I promise. But if there is a topic you want me to cover in this series, please let me know at me on Twitter at AsianZing95 or hit me up on Instagram or TikTok, Adventures with Stuffers. I am very close to 2K on TikTok, so I hope you will consider giving me a follow because, you know, with your support, I'm able to do really cool things like attend a convention through a media pass. So without you guys, I wouldn't be able to do all of these things. So genuinely, thank you for all of your support. You can also catch me on Twitch, Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, twitch.tv slash asianzing95. And make sure to rate and follow this podcast on all of your podcatchers and check out my blog, adventureswithstuffers.com. I will see you all on the next episode, but I hope you have a great day, night, evening, week, poop session, life session, vacation, if you're planning a vacation, and I will catch you on the next one. Bye guys. Bye.